Welcome back to Corey and Lowry. Uh, here we are, episode number 107. I'm here with my Sam, my not my Sam host, my co-host Sam Carter on a rainy uh, Tuesday afternoon, Charlotte. Uh, Sam, uh, tell me, um, how are you feeling on a scale of uh, happy to disgusted? I I would say that I'm happy. I don't really have much to be uh, disgusted about. Um, okay. So, you know, I'm all right. Good to hear. Well, today's opening question, uh, Sam and I are stepping it up. Um, we are, you know, taking the inspiration of some guys. on his, I don't know what their names are. You know, Sam? Anyway, credit them for this idea, but basically it's a draft of five things. Go back and forth. Today's topic is bald people, um, like people without hair. Um, Sam has deferred the first pick, so we'll each pick five and uh, go from there. I I have a list in front of me, as I hope Sam does as well. I do. Um, I I can't imagine you have many of my picks, but we'll just see. Let's get into it. And with the first pick, I'm going to draft. Mr. Michael Jordan, Dang it. the GOAT of sports. Um, this isn't necessarily sports-related, but I'm taking Michael Jordan with the first pick. Um, you know, that was my number one pick. Uh, but, you know, now i got to go to my number two. I'm selecting Walter White or Heisenberg. Mm, very solid. you got to pick one. Well, I mean, they're the same guy. I know, but what are you going to call him on your on your draft, you know, announcement? Heisenberg. Okay. I mean, any uh, any well, background I mean, on the on the on the draft pick? I mean, I just feel like when you think of bald people, he just comes to mind, or at least for me. Um, but uh, yeah. you know, that's it's more of a personal choice than. Definitely yeah. analytical. Very solid. Very solid. Um, my number two pick, I'm going to go with civil rights activist Mohandas Gandhi. Um, you know, I don't know how effective he'd be in any sports situation that I'm drafting him in, given that he was really grew to fame in his old age, but I'm taking Gandhi with the second pick. Mm. With my number two pick, Dean, I can't believe you let him slide, um, but I'm going to go with you know, one of the best bald people that I know, um, the man who made me bald, Mr. Steve Cole. Ooh, didn't I wasn't even thinking about that personally, but that, that is a very solid pick. Um, now my third pick, I'm going to go with a classic, Mr. Monopoly. Ooh. I like the direction you're heading. Okay. Um, you know, to kind of bounce off that, I'm going to go with Mr. Squidward Tentacles. Ooh, that is solid. Um, mm, did not think about that. Yeah. You know, he's, wow. he's about as bald as it gets. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm going to go also with another cartoon. I'm going to take the American classic, Mr. Homer Simpson. Mm, good pick. With my fourth pick, I gotta go with another personal favorite and a sports guy, Jay Billis. Um, Ooh, you know he is a dookie, but I think that 
He's the guy you want calling your games. Um, yeah, I got to go with G- Mr. Jay Billis. Um, with my fifth and final pick, I figured I'd pair up Mr. Monopoly with another um, brand logo. Uh, Mr. Pringle. Um, not the new version, though. Old Mr. Pringle uh, with the bow tie is my final pick to round up the team of Michael Jordan, Mohandas Gandhi, Mr. Monopoly, Homer Simpson, and Mr. Pringle. Um, for for my final selection, uh, this was a difficult choice between the two, um, but I'm going to have to go with Cal Ripken. Um, Ooh. He just slightly got the edge over Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson would have been an incredible pick. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about him. And LL Cool J was also up there. Oh, man. we I didn't even think about Dave Chappelle could have been. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like I left a lot on the table. But I like the direction they're headed. Um, so hopefully a draft will be back yeah. next week. But, uh, but we're going to get into uh, sports. To list, to list my team as you did in oh. case you forgot. At the uh, point guard position, Mr. Heisenberg, Jay Billis, Squidward, Mr. Cole, and Cal Ripken. So. Wow. You definitely – I think you had a better draft list than I did. Samuel L. Jackson, man, the one that got away. Well, let's get into sports now. And uh, Mr. Sam Carter, looks, I mean, looks like he's got us covered um, with the scores uh, from uh, this wild card weekend. So, Sam, take it away. Yeah, so on Saturday, the Niners sort of just rolled over uh, the Seahawks with Brock Purdy. Um, you know, I would say that – you know, is Brock Purdy the backup behind Jimmy G? Um, yeah, it could be like a Nick Foles situation where he takes takes the reins. Yeah, and just puts a fly. But this game was not all that entertaining. Um, in fact, I was watching the Clemson basketball game instead of this. Um, <laughs> but the more entertaining game. The Jacksonville Jags take down the Chargers um, with a 27-point comeback and a 36-yard go-ahead field goal to end the game. Um, Just some magic late in the game by Trevor Lawrence um, and and the Clemson boys. Uh, This was a really good game. I didn't watch it, but uh, I saw some highlights after the fact. so now the Jags will take on the Chiefs who got that bye. Um, then the Bills just barely beat the Dolphins after the Dolphins failed to convert on a fourth and six. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of memes going around about the Dolphins' inability to get the snap off. Um, I'm, I did not watch this game. I don't know when uh, – this took place, Dean, do you? Yeah, it was on an earlier play. But it's just like it was kind of a, a it was a it was bad coaching, just bad bad leadership, you know. But well, the Dolphins certainly could have won that game. Um Josh Allen did not have a great performance. Um but on to a game that I did watch some of. The Giants took down the Vikings. Um 
I mean, there's not much to say about this game. The Giants just sort of outlasted the Vikings um, and thwarted the uh, the comeback. And then yeah. you got to well, you got to mention Kirk Cousins. What are you doing on oh, the, on that fourth very down? True. That worst quarter, top ten worst quarterbacking decisions I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I would rather him just like launch it as high as he can and hope somebody catches it downfield. Or take you're off. never getting a first down. Or even try to run. Yeah. T- terrible decision. I said I wanted him last episode. But I, I don't know. Very winnable for the Vikings. They're unable to get it done at home. Yeah. Um, and then the Bengals beat the Ravens. The Ravens fumble on the two-yard line for a what would have been go-ahead – or tie tying perhaps or uh go ahead touchdown um but instead they fumble it on the 2 yard line and the Bengals take the lead with the 98 yard scoop and score um i did not predict this game dean did um but we'll get to get to those picks after we talk about monday night football um, the Cowboys sort of just roll over the Bucks. Dean, you didn't predict this game. I did. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Brady was terrible. Himself. But I got to give the Cowboys respect. They finally kind of broke through. Okay, I got to. I want to mention something. My dad was talking about. Um, he uh, he he told me that Mike McCarthy's um, apparel yesterday was the worst pair of thing of like Cowboys paraphernalia ever. Hmm. And I, I couldn't find an image of it. I'm just going to try to pull it up right now. But if you can find it, people listening. Oh, I see it now. It, it appears to be, yeah, here it is. Look up like Mike McCarthy Cowboys Bucks, Sam. It is a animated cowboy riding a horse. It's pretty bad. Let's see. Yeah, Mike McCarthy, Cowboys, Bucks, and it's like the the second image there. It's not that bad. I mean, it's a little throwback. Yeah, I don't know. It's all right. I feel like whoever designed it could have done a little bit better of a job, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm a hater. Okay. Uh, well, let's get to the picks as Sam mentioned. Um, Sam went four and two with last week. I went a dreadful three and three. Uh, we got four more games to pick from. Uh, the Jags versus Chiefs, as Sam already mentioned, Saturday at 4.30. Uh, the Giants versus the Eagles, Saturday at 8.15. Uh, the Bengals take on the Bills, Sunday at 3 o'clock. And the Cowboys going to San Francisco, Sunday at 6 o'clock. Uh, Sam, you have the honor here since you won last week. Uh, so who do you shake in Jags versus Chiefs? Um, my heart is telling me to pick the Jags, but... Uh, T-Law's not going to get it done. Um, I got Chiefs in this one. Um, I fully agree. I think the Chiefs are poised uh, to make a run here. Um, really gone under the radar um, as a one seed as much as you can. Just because they've been so steady. Um, the perennial Patrick Mahomes. Always going to show up. Um, I think that that comeback really put some life in this Jags team. 
but I would be very surprised if this is a close game. Yeah. All right, moving on. Get the Giants versus the Eagles, uh, the number one seed in the NFC off the bye, Jalen Hurts and company, taking on the divisional rival um, at home. The Giants coming off of a, a big win against the Vikings. Sam, who do you have in this one? Um, you know, this is a game I feel like could honestly go either way just because, you know, I feel like the Eagles kind of fell into that one spot. I'm not yeah, saying that true. the Giants deserved it. Certainly not. But, you know, just to mix things up, I'm going to take the Giants in this one. Uh, I'm going against Sam here. I'm picking the Eagles. They've been just too good all year. Uh, they'd have struggled as of late, as Sam mentioned, but I just feel like the combination of Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts, is just so dynamic. It's going to be very difficult for that Giants secondary to guard. But the Giants, Steve, I mean, the Giants offense, which has been kind of their their difficulty, is getting points on the board. Really showed up against a really solid Vikings defense. So maybe uh, Daniel Jones has got a little uh, magic in him. Uh, but I'm going to take. Uh, the Eagles in this matchup. All right, probably the prime matchup um, in terms of the quarterbacks, the teams. Uh, you got the Bengals taking on the Bills in the much-anticipated rematch, um, given that this game happened, didn't happen, you know, happened, it was suspended due to the DeMar Hamlin injury. Um, Sam, got the Bills at home uh, coming off the narrow victory. Who do you have uh, in this matchup? Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Um, I think that the quarterback play was just better um, than we saw from the Bills against the Dolphins. Uh, but honestly, I could see this game going either way. But I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going to agree with Sam here. Um, you know, I see this game is very close. I think it will be the best matchup of all four of these divisional round clashes. But my heart is with Joe Burrow. I feel like last year he demonstrated to me what it's like. And this team has not lost since uh, Halloween. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good also. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals um, in this matchup. And then finally, um, the matchup I'm most excited for, uh, you got the Cowboys uh, taking on the 49ers in a very classic matchup of NFL powerhouses Sunday at six o'clock the nightcap uh, on the divisional weekend uh, Mr. Sam Carter do you stick with your Cowboys um, or as them boys as you put in our show notes today or are you going uh, with the red machine in San Francisco I still got them boys um, America's team is winning this game I think that the moment is too big for Brock Purdy. Uh, obviously, he got it done against the Seahawks, but the Cowboys win a close one here. Well, well, uh, Sam has apparently taken ownership of America's team, and that just shows you how annoying Cowboys fans I'm and their supporters. I'm not even a Cowboys fan. They just, just are America's team. Okay, this is a this is a whole, we're not. I'm not trying to start anything. Uh, moving on uh, to the NBA, uh, the Hornets are terrible uh, as usual. Uh, they went on four this week uh, with losses back to back to the Raptors and then back to back to the Celtics. Jason Tatum 
putting up 51 on the Hornets on MLK Day. Uh, nice to see that happen, I guess. But uh, Terry Rozier trade talks have begun. Uh, next week, you got Houston, Atlanta, Utah, and Phoenix. Uh, no play. I like Sam did our show us today, and he put under the player of the week, no player of the week. How about Jason Tatum for player of the week? <laughs> Jason Tatum for player of the week on the Hornets. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, team of the week, Memphis Grizzlies, 10-game win streak. They're playing phenomenally. Um, the top of the West is great. The bottom is terrible. Really interesting situation right now. And then worst team of the week, Houston Rockets. Okay, Sam, I wanted also another podcast today. I'm, I'm going to mix it up a little bit um, for you. We're going to play Guess the Player's Career High. So I'm going to give you a current player, okay. and I want you to guess their career high. Um, if you get it within within five points, you will. Um, I guess you'll win the prize. So first up is this is regular season, by the way, Mister Kyrie Irving. What is Kyrie's career high? Um, I feel like I feel like he had a game in the sixties, but I feel like that would be bigger news. Um. I'm going to say 47. Oh, you were right on. Uh, Kyrie Irving did score 60 points last season. Wow. Um, who was that against? I can I can check. Against the Magic, March 15th of last year. So uh, that, unable to get the first one. Um, but let's go over uh, to the second one. Uh, this one I know, you know, by in my head. I'll go with a, a throwback player. Uh, the Chuckster, the round mound of rebound, Mr. Charles Barkley. Let's say... Oh, Charles Barkley would have been a good pick for the ball draft. Yeah, true. I, I really missed a lot. I thought of him. Um, 38. I, I don't know. I mean... Charles Barkley put up 56 points in the first round of the playoffs in 1994 against the Warriors. Um, he was MVP, man. I feel like that was that was aggressively low. Um, let's go in a different direction. Uh, let's go with a Hornet. That I'm gonna say you should you should be able to get this one. Uh, we're gonna go with Mr. Lamelo Ball. He, I feel like this one's in the 30s. Let's go. I'm gonna say 35. Uh, you have finally gotten one. Uh, Lamelo Ball had 38 points against the Boston Celtics last year in the Garden. Um, back when the Hornets actually were five games above 500. Um, in that game, you saw Terry at 23, PJ with 16, um, but 38 for Lamelo Ball in that one. All right. Well, thanks uh, for playing, Sam. Yeah. Uh, I guess the player's career high. Um, We'll be back next week with a different game for you. Um, but just looking around the league right now, the Celtics are running away with the East. Uh, there's six games ahead in the win column, which is just tremendous. Um, you know, in the West, things are still kind of shaky, uh, but the Kings are uh, maintaining that four seed somehow, some way. Because the, I mean, the West is just pretty atrocious right now. I mean, the the Warriors are the seventh seed in there at 500. Um, but I gotta give a shout out. Uh, I don't. I, we haven't done this in a while, but Dean's list 
Um, you know, I've got to give a, the Dean's List. Uh, you know, i got to put this on the Dean's List. Is the Heat's jersey this week. If you haven't seen them, look them up. Um, they brought the throwback jerseys for a couple games. Uh, they played against the Bucks and the Hawks, and I think they look tremendous with the old Nike logo as well. Um, so I think they really got it done in that regard. But, you know, that's uh, that's the Dean's List for you. And turning over to college basketball, uh, the Tar Heels go 1-1 of the week uh, with the loss to Virginia after Armando Baycott got hurt in the first two minutes. Um, I was screaming at the television. Um, still unranked, but receiving votes. A critical week this week, playing Boston College tonight. And then at home against tobacco rival, the NC State Wolfpack. That is a must-win game. That's a must-win game. you got to win that one. Get the momentum back. Player of the week is Jalen Washington. Um, stepping up off the bench to provide a nice night, even with Baycott out against Virginia. And team of the week um, is uh, one of Sam's favorites. See what I'm saying there? Uh, number 19, Clemson, moving into the rankings. Uh, Sam, I believe you have some words uh, for the Clemson-Duke uh, game that we witnessed uh, on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, this game was great. Uh, there were times where – you know, in typical Clemson fashion, Clemson basketball fashion, that is, um, you know, this game would – the doors would have been blown right off. Um, multiple times Clemson gets down by eight. Um, but, you know, the free throw shooting was on point. I'm pretty sure Clemson has the highest free throw shooting percentage in the ACC, which is, that is correct. beyond uncharacteristic. Um, usually when you get into these late-game scenarios where free throws are key, that's where Clemson falls short. It's happened a million times. But no, Clemson wins this game. Um, I can't off the top of my head remember what the final score was, but it was a great game. Uh, me and my dad were hooting and hollering, if you will, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good game. It was a good week in the Carter household, uh, or a good weekend, rather, with State beating uh, Miami, Clemson beating Duke, and the Heels beating Louisville by a wide margin. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sam's still in my thunder, but just look at some of the big games of the week. On uh, Saturday, we saw a lot of upsets. Uh, we saw Tennessee fall to Kentucky, uh, Miami fall to NC State, Wisconsin fall to Indiana. Kansas State falling to TCU, Vanderbilt beating Arkansas, Providence going down to Creighton, Missouri losing to Florida, um, and then you saw Duke obviously lost to Clemson, 72-64. Arizona lost to Oregon in a big way. Um, excuse me. Come on. It hit me with an ad. Sorry. Well, I'm scrolling through here. And San Diego State fell to New Mexico. Um, UConn took a huge loss to St. John's, who is terrible. Uh, UConn was sixth in the country, but they have fallen down to 15th, which is a really big fall, uh, given that you know we're already almost 20 games into this college football, college basketball season. Excuse me, uh, but they'll have a huge matchup against Xavier um, in, a, in a week, about a week and a half. Um, but just looking around the ACC in this next week, this is going to be a critical one. Um, you know, with the, the primetime matchup tonight being Clemson Wake Forest, uh, North Carolina will play Boston College, as I've already mentioned. 
Um, and then on Saturday, you know, obviously you got NC State, North Carolina, Miami going to Cameron Indoor Stadium. That one should be a fun matchup. Uh, Virginia, Wake Forest, um, and then Virginia Tech, Clemson. Clemson still undefeated in the conference, a 15-3 overall. Honestly, if they hadn't have lost that game to South Carolina, they, I mean, they could be in a serious conversation. Um, yeah. But the other loss um, to Iowa, who's a solid team, and then uh, the loss to Loyola Chicago, not a great one. But Clemson is playing very well as of late, um, and they're on a roll, and they don't have that difficult of a schedule. Um, really no tests until the Miami game um, in February, so they can really get on a roll here and uh, – Make their staple um, as you know a big contender for that ACC regular season title. Uh, well, that is going to do it uh, for episode number one hundred and seven. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts um, on this episode? Nope. I really think I should have taken Samuel L. Jackson, but it's too late now. Yeah. Uh, well, that is going to do it uh, for this episode. And you hear from us next Tuesday.